Hello? And Bob. Hi. Oh, so I'm the only one who's <laughs> going to not whisper. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> All right, we can quit the whispering. We are here with another wonderful episode. Wow, we just got finished recording a very long Patreon-only bonus episode. So if you're listening to this and you don't want to cough up the cash, fuck you. But also, we understand. But if you'd like to pay $3 a month, you get at least... One to two bonus episodes a month. This one's basically like three. It's like an hour and a half. So if you want to get on the content train, um, it's leaving the station. And uh, your ticket's only a dollar. And I'm not even going to tell you. I'm not even going to tell you what it's about. <laughs> Just kidding. We, uh, you know what? Actually, no, I'm not going to tell you. Fuck you. Wow. Um, aggressive. Trust me, you're gonna like. If you go, yeah, to, I thought you learned something from melee. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to know what we're talking about, if you want to hear a wonderful story about Dance Dance Revolution in middle school <laughs> with an admirer of mine, <laughs> oh, uh, you can also just go to the link in our show notes, and then you'll see like the it'll say it'll give you a like oh this is what the post is, but you have to subscribe to see it, so that should give you enough information. How are we doing, boys, after that long bonus? I'm feeling great. I feel pretty good. My arm's getting sore. Oh, oh did you get your shot? You got yeah. the 5G in them. Nice. I'm getting mine this Friday, I think. Oh, I also forgot to say on the bonus episode, but I guess I should probably say it now because more people are going to hear it. I, I can't remember. It's Friday. Let me check this out. I'm entering my first net play tournament for Ooh. Melee. I'm really upset because I can't drop out now. Are we streaming it? I'm going to stream it. Um, is it that is... going to hurt your your ping? No, nah, it shouldn't. Okay. As long as I don't have it open. Uh, it's supposed to be Saturday around mm. 7, so May 1st. I wish I could drop out because I've been having controller issues. But, he has control issues. But uh, it's going to be fine because it's just a free netplay tournament, and I'm probably going to end up playing like people I know. Can I workshop some bits? Yes. Before we get I into it, you would. okay. So throughout the week, you see, David Lynch said ideas are like fish swimming through the ether, and you just, when you catch one, you just got to write it down. So I, and his movies are all really funny. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yes, I, famously funny guy whose jokes land. Uh, <laughs> anytime an idea comes to me throughout the week, I write it down in my little notes on my phone. Uh, so I have some bits I want to I want to get feedback on. Okay, I can't wait. <laughs> so excited! <laughs> All right, so the, my first bit. Uh, let's see. I typed out here a man, and then in parentheses doesn't have to be a man because <laughs> it's 2021. Yeah, so it doesn't have to be a man. Bob looks like he's trying to hold in a shit. <laughs> I'm concentrating uh, on your to, words. He's right, trying right. to think uh, like what so that means. So a person uh, is haunted by a poltergeist. Wait, okay. wait, 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 wait. <laughs> What are these bits? They're bits. Just bits. For just, the show? No, not for the show. For for me. Just to do in your life. They're bits, Bob. Okay. I must be misinterpreting what a bit means. I'm gonna... Okay. They're for my pilot. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, like T- TV fighter, show Fighter ideas. jet or helicopter? Uh, so a man... doesn't. Okay. Person is haunted by a poltergeist. Okay. His partner continually accuses him of being clumsy and doesn't believe that there's a poltergeist. So in parentheses, it says paranormal activity vibes. So it's like he sets up a camera uh, to catch the ghost on camera uh, and then 
you watch like it starts out small you watch a glass like slide off the table and then his partner's like connor what the fuck that's the third glass you broke this week and he's like it's not me it's a poltergeist connor and i'm like it's not me (laughs) wait did i say connor (laughs) is this slip are you trying to tell us there's a poltergeist do you have something to say anyway so later on it gets to the point where like cabinet doors are opening and slamming and the partner's still like you're so fucking clumsy that's funny right i think it'd be, it'd be like if you cast like a mr bean character to be like but it's all guy. like hidden camera night vision yeah oh, i have to say it, that sounds when like you've proposed this idea of this this is not the direction i thought you were going but i love it i'm here for it the, i have these <laughs> i have these scenarios similar to like this flying through my head so maybe i should write some down too i thought you were like bits i i assume in my mind i thought you assumed like bits for the show like a segment idea this can be this can be for the show okay, okay. They, they are now i love it no this, i love it this I also this seems so like much. it would be like a, a a part in like scary movie like an old like scary movie four would have a paranormal activity but it's like okay funny yeah i love this all right the next one i wrote down just says uh i think it's i wrote this down because of covid mm-hmm. uh green screen bear grills and then it just says the house cat ruins everything <laughs> so he's like pretending to be in the wilderness and then the house cat wanders through yeah <laughs> okay yeah okay i like uh the next one is we should we should sell these can we should we edit all of these probably should edit it out okay nah, we'll, we'll edit it out afterwards yeah. I'll, I'll remember to do it <laughs> all right next one gallagher creepypasta number 15 okay i had this idea mid sleep paralysis so it didn't translate well into lucid state uh all right we're gonna we're gonna move no, on hold on, hold on i need to know a little more gallagher creepypasta i think my sleep paralysis demon smashes watermelons that might just be it so the creepypasta was a reference to the 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 hag the night hag maybe okay. you tell me you tell me <laughs> you're the one who's telling me maybe that's the creepypasta it's you all along okay okay the next one is uh 1998's you've got mail and then in parentheses it says catfish so this is shot for shot remake of the film uh starring tom hanks and meg ryan yes uh but at the end when Tom Hanks uh, goes to reveal his true identity to Ryan, uh, Nardwar is waiting for him. Um, and then when Meg Ryan <laughs> goes to meet NY, do, 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 do. <laughs> when Meg Ryan goes to meet uh, NY one one fifty two, instead of Tom Hanks, it's me. So then, while Tom <laughs> so, Hanks, so they're catfishing each other. I'm catfishing them both. So, <laughs> like, these are like fever dreams. <laughs> So while Tom Hanks is enduring a punishing interview with Nardwar, I'm sharing a passionate kiss with Meg Ryan. Uh, but it's the 1998 Meg Ryan, so they'll have to use CGI to fix. Oh, we're going to do this nowadays. This isn't. Yeah, no, yeah. we have to convince Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan to do a shot-for-shot remake of 1998's You've Got Man. Get Chet Hanks uh, as a stand-in. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. See, yeah. this is why we workshop and get things. Paul Ryan <sighs> as Meg Ryan. Get Paul. Rudd. This is why I brought my ideas to you, Bob. <sighs> this is my favorite part of the show. <laughs> That's all I've got this week. But okay. Okay. Um, I'll keep as the ideas come. Please to me, don't just... ever stop. Speaking of stopping, <laughs> let's take a break. 
What's up? What, what did you do? But or do you have your thing? You have your bits. Yeah, it's not yeah, playing though. Sure, your bits. Oh, I know why. Let me let me do this. Jesus Christ! Because I have a different show. I did. I you charge I, money for this? No, this one's free. There you go. Come on down, motherfuckers. <laughs> Today we're going to be playing a little game I like to call... Actually, I don't have a name for it. That's a weird name for a game. No, that's not the name. We'll, we'll think of a name later. Okay. You guys can come up with a name. <clears throat> Sorry. You can... Piss. Right. I need, Piss I'll game. need sound again at some point. Okay, it's on. Don't worry. So, this short little game I have for us today, it'll be Dewey versus Connor. Okay. I would think so. You get a call. And yeah. this game will be, I'm going to read to you the title of something, and you're going to tell me if it is a band that was scheduled to play the now-canceled 2020 Bonnaroo Festival. Oh, man. Or is this a game that is tagged NSFW, nudity, or sexual content on Steam? Okay. <laughs> Hentai Minecraft is a game that I, yeah. I'm not talking about this week, but is I'm talking about next week. Is there a co-op mode? Are you ready to play? Yeah. Yeah. How, how does this work? One of us goes first or what? Or do we just each say what we think? Yeah, I think each say what you think, okay. Okay. and then I'll tell the answer, and then you'll get a point depending okay. on that. Are we ready? Yes. <clears throat> Let's start off with uh, this. Might be an easy one. Lick. Is this a sexual content nudity tagged game on Steam, or a panned that was scheduled to play the 2020 Bonnaroo? I'm gonna go with Bonnaroo. Why not? I'm gonna go Steam. No, it's so funny. I um, I've tried to do DMT twice, mm. and I haven't actually broken through. That was a band playing the 2020 Bonnaroo Shit. Festival. This <clears throat> is called Bomb Voyage. Okay, are we ready for another? This one is called Bonnie X Clyde. Okay, I'm gonna go Bonnaroo. Do we? Um, yeah, that sounds like it would be a a, a band. Yeah. I think I've already broken through. How? Like you mean, you mean life or? Life. That was a 2020 Bonnaroo band. Okay. Okay. So that's two points for Dewey, one point for Connor. Colorado Cocoa Club. Colorado Cocoa Club. That sounds like it would be a band. Yeah. Some fucking strung out loser band. So yeah, I'm gonna go. Well, maybe this is a trick question. Nah, I'm gonna go band. It's Bonnaroo. I'll go Steam. Connor takes the point. Oh Ooh. shit! You don't have any drops for that. <clears throat> I do have a drop for that. Colorado. Oh, harder, Daddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, that game uh, contains female to female romantic relationships, strong language, and mature humor. Okay. For mature audiences only. Colorado Cocoa Club? What what's the cocoa? It's it takes place on a ski resort. I don't know, but I'm in love with it. Okay. Okay. Up next. Romeo must live. I'm gonna say Bonnaroo. Yeah, Bonnaroo. Why not? 
This is. Oh, harder, Daddy. <laughs> oh, harder, Daddy. <laughs> didn't mean to play it twice, but it's a it Renaissance so... period comedy heist visual novel and dating sim. Okay. All right. So we're still tied up. I guess so. so you're mm. still tied up, similarly to how Romeo must be in this perverted game. Okay. This one's called Too Many Zoos. <laughs> I can see this, the game, but I feel like it's all... I don't know why I just keep going Bonnaroo, but... Too Many Zoos. Too Many Zoos. I'm going to go Bonnaroo. No, I'm going to go Bonnaroo as well. And you both shall win for that. They okay. are a... Brooklyn-based couple of dorks. Yeah, that's what I was going to sound. That's what it sounds like. I think we should get more zoos. They're not enough. Yeah. Okay. This one is called famously <laughs> vegan tan point. More zoos. More zoos. Lock them up. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> we have two more. Mm -hmm. This one is called. Scary pool party. <laughs> That's I'm steam. Going steam. Interesting. And it must, steam must be a music festival that this American singer, musician, and reality television personality from Pomona, California plays because that's what it is. Okay. Never mind. Right. And let's go out with a bang, shall we? I thought I knew the dark side of steam, but I guess I don't. This one is called Aerophone. Aerophone? Like A-E-R-O. Should I spell it? Spell yeah. E-R-O-P-H-O-N-E. -E. Oh, I'm going to say Steam. Yeah, that sounds like a Steam. Aerophone. Oh, harder, Daddy. That is a Steam game. Discover okay. the secrets of beautiful girls in the world by using your mysterious APP in your mobile phone. Okay. Do you, have a do, you have, do you have a tiebreaker? Yes, I do. All right. Oh my God, stop, bro. I'm stuck. Oh my Help God. <laughs> Guys, I'm so sorry. It started autoplaying. <laughs> What's, what started autoplaying? <laughs> All right, should we move on? <laughs> Well, someone better go help her <laughs> or them, whoever they are. I hope their stepbrother's around to help them wherever oh, they're stuck. <laughs> Possibly a washer machine or under the bed. I don't know. I guess it's a tie then. <laughs> they're probably, maybe they're working on their car and they got stuck underneath the car. I'm crying. <laughs> I know. It's very upsetting. It's probably very traumatizing to get stuck somewhere like <sighs> this person is. This one's called 99 Neighbors. God, dude, these all fucking... That's why it's a good game. Yeah. I'm going to say band. It, uh, fuck, yeah, I, I guess you have... Say. I mean, we can just keep... It, this could be it. It sounds like it would be a band. I'll say Steam. Fuck it. <clears throat> Do we? I love How it. does it feel to win? Oh, shit. Because they are a rap group from Burlington, Vermont, the center of hip-hop. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. 
I because I thought there's there's no way they can make ninety nine girls in one of these games. They turn <laughs> they turn these out way too often. <laughs> that was the basis of why I picked Pan because I was like, there's no way they have actually ninety nine girls. You, I you, I know too much about how these games work. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so I'll I have I have other games lined up for next week too. Okay. So don't worry. Interesting. There's well, been, there's been a lot of Bonnaroo, so true. Plenty of to uh, to choose from. <clears throat> Anyways, how was everyone's week? Really good. I played a new game. You want to talk about it? Yeah, I'm obsessed with this game. I started playing Yakuza like a dragon. Yes, Bob. Question. Yes. Where does this fall in the Yakuza storyline? This is, uh, I believe, takes place after all the other games. After and, six? Yes. And it has a brand new cast of characters. So technically in the glorious nation of Nippon, this is known as Yakuza 7. Here it's known as Yakuza, Yakuza, basically. Why, Yakuza like why, why the delineation? What do you mean? Why they change? Yes. Uh, <clears throat> I think they were just like trying to mix it up. And I actually... I'll talk more about it. It gives me the feel that it's not a full game. Oh, it's wait. like a it's like a like a DLC kind of thing. No, 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 not at all. It. This is uh this is I that's just a weird way that they like when they brought it over here for whatever reason they decided to make it like a dragon rather mm-hmm. than Yakuza 7. Interesting. Um but what really lets you know that it's a different game and then not a DLC is that it's different characters and a completely different combat system. Interesting. That if I remember correctly, the way this combat system was created was they released a video of what it would look like as a joke, which is this is a turn-based game, whereas the normal Yakuza games, I think it was like an <clears throat> April Fool's or just like a, a funny joke. The regular Yakuza games are all like brawlers. Mm. So it's like a lot of mash room buttons and shit like that and combos and stuff. This game is completely turn-based. Um, and I'll just go into a little bit of the story before I talk about that stuff. But uh, you play as I forgot on his name just to make sure. Yeah, uh, Ichiban Kurosawa, Kurosawa, who is a yakuza member in the '80s and goes to prison for like 18 years. And so when he gets out, it's like modern day. Mm. Um, so it has to deal with him like kind of re-getting into the flow of things. But when he gets back, he uh. He has to like go to prison to like take the fall for one of the other Yakuza members. And when he gets back, um, he's still like exiled. Because Yakuza, not to get into like what, what the Yakuza are, but they can like exile people and eventually welcome them back rather than like, I don't know what the exact wording is of it, but they sometimes excommunicate people and then sometimes they like make people leave and then eventually can come back to be a part of this okay. syndi- syndicate. Uh, so... I come back and my lead, my my yakuza leader whatever just shoots me, and I'm left in the trash. And now I am homeless. You were put in the trash. Yes, I'm homeless. Uh, this guy stitches me back up. He's now my party member, and uh, I meet some more people along the way. But basically, the rest of the story is trying to figure out why my I forget what they called the their like higher ranking officials or whatever like that my, sergeant. It's like a general. My proletarian. I can't remember the proletarian. My proletarian. Um, I'm trying to figure out why he shot me and what's going on because he also, um, at the time of going into prison, 
like almost like 20 years ago. I was a part of the Tojo clan, but now this another clan has come in and he's now a member of that clan. And so like, I still have like alliance to my old Yakuza clan, shit like that. Um, the Yakuza games are also known for their like crazy, like side stuff. Yes. So like you have like the normal, um, trying to be a Yakuza member and like, sh- like, I don't know. This is also made by Sega. So, they also have Yakuza members who approve everything, like real life Yakuza members. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, so all the games portray the Yakuza as like these great people and like uh, Ichiban is specifically like, there's a reason I really like this game is he by name talks about how he wants to be a hero like in Dragon Quest and name drops Dragon Quest. That's interesting. Um, and I'll get more into that about the combat because it plays a part in it and makes more sense because it is turn-based um but like i've had story side missions where these yakuza members of this other clan are trying to shake down this guy for his baby formula and then i have to go get uh then then, like you hear a baby crying so you have to run to the cafe get some hot water make the baby formula and you go upstairs and it turns out all those yakuza members are just cosplaying as babies or whatever that is i don't know what the yeah, they're, you go in there and they're all wearing diapers. Like DDLG. Yeah, you <laughs> yes. go in there, they're wearing diapers, and the, and then you have to fight them. And they're like, "That's the guy who tried to like take the baby formula he away took my from rattle. us." Yeah, <laughs> Google uh, Gaga. There's another one. Five o'clock shadow. <laughs> where uh, I I am now in the in the party is this dude who got laid off from being a cop two days before. Um, he like was supposed to get his uh the whole also the whole time you're like basically homeless and trying to find jobs. So this other guy joins my party and he like lost his pension because he got fired two days before he was supposed to get off of his like multi-decade career being a police officer. Um, and he sees this app called Poundmates and he like hits it up and he's like, oh shit, yeah. They, they say like they can be here any second. Like they come here like, oh shit. Oh, they come anywhere they want. And then, they, and then, and then who, who shows up? But they play Bonnaroo 2020. Huge jack dude who's like i'm here to help or whatever and basically it's an app that you can use to use basically summons when you're playing the game Mm. that just summons like a jacked ass dude to come fight for you or i got those yakuza giant baby guys as also a pound mate and i use this app in my phone while i'm playing the game called pound mates and and they show up and they're like basically summons they do they call it something else in america yeah um I've never played any of these games, but yeah. I have a friend who during quarantine, he was laid off yeah. and played through every Yakuza game. Hell yeah. Like in order, mm-hmm. like over like the course of like two weeks, just like steamrolled through all of these games and like is obsessed with it now. Yeah. And it seems like there's enough story there where I think I would fuck with it, even if I don't necessarily gel with the gameplay. 100%. I think you would really like this. I've, I've uh, always been curious about trying it. I think this you uh, uh, you you like turn-based stuff, right? I do like turn-based stuff. So this is a really great combat system, which I think is not only are the fucking wacky storylines getting me to keep playing this, but the combat's really fun because it's turn-based, but there is like an active element to it where um, you select like attacks and stuff like that, but it's like, oh, my character who's homeless has stinky breath, so he <laughs> fucking uses his stinky breath to... Um, <clears throat> lower people's defense mm. or like I use this I have a bat and I attack people with that and there's like he also has like alcohol and a lot li- like the, the characters homeless has like a 
alcohol and a lighter. So he like does a fire. He's like a mage basically. Is and it, a little stick with a, with a handkerchief on it that he keeps all of his belongings no, he, in? No, he just, he just drinks the alcohol and shoots the fire at them. Just like a fire breather. <clears throat> what are you playing this on? PS5, but it's for PS4. And I think also Xbox and probably on Windows. Maybe on Windows? I don't know. Or on Steam. Yeah, because this sounds cool. I want to play this, but Dude. I have to play it on PC. Does Hold on. Does EA have anything to do with this? No. It's Sega. Okay. Because hmm. I thought I saw it on maybe EA Play or something, but I don't I don't remember. That's maybe. probably not the case. Interesting. Uh, it might be on Game <clears throat> Pass. Um, I'll check it out when I get home. Yeah. So like, there's so much of the shit that like correlates to like, you. I've now I've, I'm playing about 12 hours, and I now have the ability to change jobs, which I literally go to a this place called WeWork. I think it's called <laughs> maybe not WeWork, but something like that. And like, I talk to the advisor, and I'm like, hey, I want to change. Uh, my character is a part-time hero, but I want to be like a, a bodyguard. And mm -hmm. then like it changes like, not only your clothes, but like different attacks you can do in different. Mm. So it's like, oh, like I'm my, one of my characters is, like I said, his job is homeless guy. And I have like magic attacks, but I can also become a musician. And now I have like different like. Uh, attacks. It, yeah, it's it's like buffs and stuff like that. Almost like he's a bard. <clears throat> um, Interesting. So they do a really yeah it is on Steam for sixty. They they do a really good job. They do a really good job of like just taking the tropes from like old RPGs and making them like this real world thing. Um, and the way combat works is obviously you attack one at a time, but there is like if you do a special attack, they have a. Uh, some attacks make it so you have to mash square to like get a bonus amount of damage. And then some you have to um, do like a quick time triangle press as soon as like a ring enters a smaller ring kind of thing. If that makes any sense. Yes. So that's where it's a little bit active. You also have perfect guards. So if someone's attacking you, if you press circle at the exact second they hit you, you can take less damage and do like a perfect guard. So it's like not only turn-based, but it has that little bit of activeness to it. And also while you're fighting people, um, I've noticed that like one of my attacks does more of an AOE attack. So like sometimes if I'm thinking like, oh, I'm going to do this wide swing of my bat, I'm going to go over here where these like three dudes are kind of bunched up. Or if like I'm playing as the character who uses the fire, I'm like, oh, these two dudes are close enough to each other that maybe some of the fire will like hit the other guy. But they don't really like say anything about that. It's just like, kind of like playing and like doing a different attacks and stuff like that. I, I think one of the attacks that uh the ex-cop dude does is he just runs and like tackles someone and if someone's in the if other people in the way they also take some damage mm -hmm. and shit like that. Um there's also like sometimes I'll get follow-up attacks. It's normally with like one character that like if a character's down, another character will run up, run up and, and attack. But there's this really interesting thing in the game so like if I do an attack like I said and one character knocks one down, if I'm quick enough and just do a regular attack while that character's down before he gets up, before like, it's kind of like a chrono trigger, how you have like, um, it's like active time battle or whatever. Yeah. If I follow up that attack on my own quick enough, I'll get like bonus damage for hitting someone when they're on the ground. Mm -hmm. So it like, <clears throat> if, if you're quick enough, you can end battles really fast. Uh, also, all the people you're fighting like I said, this guy has named Dragon Quest by name. At one point, he like sees the characters change from like normal dudes in suits, suit and ties to like 
weird like i wish i had like more examples i I remember one time i was going over to like fish change out of the bottom like there's a whole like thing where you can go to vending machine machines and like look for coins because you're fucking homeless um and i went over there and then a dude jumped up and he was just like a man in a garbage bag and they're just like three of them like da- like kind of like crabs like dancing around and attacking me and there's a whole bit near the beginning where the dude's like uh did you guys see those guys change and they're like uh what and so i think what's going on is this is how ichiban sees the world he sees it as like an rpg because he wants to be a hero so he like sees these characters like in his fucked up head he's like seeing these dudes turn into like mo- like battle dudes or whatever. I think there's like some dudes who like uh, turn into like um, I think they call them a uh, dining dash. Like they all have like also different names. Like the dining dashers are these like huge overweight guys with like big bottles of water that like attack you and shit like that. Um, yeah, I would say if if this sounds any 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 way interesting to you look up some like gameplay or like just some trailers of it um but it's just like weird and wacky but so fucking good and like not only am i like interested in the story and stuff like that but like the 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 way the combat works is just like really checking off some boxes of like not only turn-based but like getting the perfect guard every time and then like following up attacks really quickly like keeps you on your toes at the same time Mm -hmm. yeah that's the that's the main game I've been playing, and uh, it's it's definitely one of those games where like I've started playing it and having a good time, and like it's only thing I'm thinking about like playing. Like I have all those other games that I've talked about throughout the weeks I still need to play, but I'm just like, no, nah, I really want to fucking play this game because it's just so fun and just wacky. Sounds cool. Yeah. <clears throat> What's up? <laughs> that's it. That's all I got for this week. What do you got? Keep Connor? it short. Um, let's see. I played some of that dr- perfect or absolute drift oh, Zen yes. edition. Um, it was free on Epic or yeah, Epic a while while ago. Um, it's really fucking hard. Like it's like the whole their whole thing is like so it's like an overhead driving game, uh, and the whole thing is like speed does not matter at all it's all about control mm-hmm. so you're like drifting through these like mazes essentially okay and you get points for long continuous continuous drifting um you get points for like being able to drift close to things and not hitting them um the music is really good it's cool i think you would like it bob i'm dewey I don't know. I'm sure you would like it. Yeah, it's, it's, cool. it's what's the name of it? Uh, absolute, absolute oh, drift. Okay, not perfect drift. That's a that's a racehorse. <laughs> absolute drift or absolute drifter. Oh yeah, this does look cool. It looks more like yeah, Zen edition. It looks more yep. like like it would be like a puzzle game or something like that. Almost yeah, but like you got it. It's just like <laughs> I was doing the tutorials, and there's one where it's just like a circle. You're drifting around. Yeah, and like you're trying to continuously drift. And so you're like pushing on the gas and letting off and like counter like counteracting like the direction you're turning so that you don't like like spin out. And it's just it's very yeah, you almost have to get in this like zen like makes sense, yeah. uh, Like flow of it. I wonder if the car is a reference to initial D. 
know. Possibly. It looks like it would be. But yeah, music's a big part of it. Like there's a, like one of the controls is you hit tab to like go to the next song. And like the music's all very just like nice chill beats to study to. I like the the color scheme. Yeah. yeah. That's what it's very aesthetically pleasing and like you you'd think it's relaxing to play, but it's a very, very fucking hard game yeah. to play. This looks really cool. Yeah, I'm I, mainly I say like a puzzle game in like the terms in terms of like just the art style is very simplistic. Yep, and it looks like, uh, like you said, it's not about the speed; it's about like maintaining the like right amount of mm-hmm. like control over your vehicle. And it's and you, it's funny. You start the game and there's like a Buddha like rises out of the ground in front of you, and he like he's like drifting was accidentally invented when uh uh. A race car driver in Japan had too much sake one night and lost control of his car. Like, <laughs> and funny. now you will like become a master of the drift. Is that true? I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I believe the Buddha. Fact check that. Um, so I played that some. I started Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> my my friend at work was like, "Good luck getting through it." He's mm-hmm. like, "It's incre- it's incredibly buggy." Yeah. Um, that was me. Sorry. Oh, you're good. <laughs> I was watching uh, the trailer and it started. Oh yeah. You had I had to download like a patch to get the game to run at all. Um, but I like it so far. I haven't had any problems since I downloaded the patch to it. Um, it's like it's a it's from 2005 PC game mm-hmm. RPG based on the uh World of Darkness yeah. tabletop games. Um, it's cool. I really like it. You essentially start out as a human and you get turned into a vampire and then your sire. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> your sire, who is like the vampire that turned you, uh, is immediately executed by the like vampire council. Mm-hmm. Um, because the whole thing in the game is like you're you're trying to maintain what's called the masquerade, which is like mortals don't know vampires exist. So if you violate the masquerade by doing something like um, sucking someone's blood in front of other people, then like you get in trouble with the vampire council. And, yeah. Um, it's cool. Yeah. There's like, I mean, it's very RPG. Like it's pretty tr- true in a lot of ways to the pen and paper. Like you have all your different stats that you start out with. Like you're given a point pool and you figure out what you're want to focus on. Uh, there's different clans that like kind of specialize in different things. So I I picked the clan that like specializes in like thaumaturgy. So like essentially I'm like a wizard. Um, they like cast spells using blood or whatever. Wizard um, vampire. Yeah, it sounds weird and and whack, but like no, I've know. I've the, heard really good things about the tabletop game, and I've also heard that yeah. this is like a pretty good adaptation. I yeah, I like it so far. It's like the aesthetics really cool. Like the old books from the '90s are very cool. Everything's very like punk goth mm-hmm. kind of vibe. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. You you are also balancing your like humanity. Yeah. So like you're trying to hold on to, um, like aspects of of your life before you were turned into a vampire. And so, like, if you kill an innocent person, like, you lose humanity points. And then you can, like, do what's called frenzying, where you just, like, go, like, ballistic and just, like, become an animal, essentially. Yeah. Um, so, like, you'll feed on people, but you you try not to, like, actually kill them unless they're trying to kill you. Makes sense. Um, so, yeah, I'm enjoying that. 
Um, and then for the bonus episode, <laughs> I, uh, I discovered a an app for my f- cell phone called Frots. Yeah, which is like a repository of uh, a bunch of old text-based games. Uh, so I've been playing Zork <laughs> on my phone, uh, which is very funny. Zork. And if you'd like to hear more about Zork, you're going to have to subscribe to the Patreon. Or you can talk about it right now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's text-based game, uh, essentially RPG of just like it, you're imagining everything. So it's just the the words like the, it describes the room you're in uh, and you can type in commands like, you know, oh, there's a sword on the ground. Take sword. Mm-hmm. And then it's in your inventory. And, um, I don't know. It's cool. It's from 1980. It was made by uh, three or four guys from the MIT uh, computer lab. And yeah, I talk about a little more in the in the bonus. What's up, Bob? What is the 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 synopsis not the full story but just like what's the vibe what's what are we so zork is the like time period is weird because you the vibe that you get from kind of like looking at the box art and like hearing about the game is like oh like medieval fantasy but you start out in a field and there's a house in front of you with a mailbox you get into the house and it seems like a kind of modern house Uh, Like there's a battery powered lantern that you find in the first like five minutes of the game. So you're like, wait, what's going on here? And then you end up in this underground. So you're exploring this abandoned house. You go down into the cellar and somebody slams and locks the cellar door behind you. Um, One of the first things you, so the first two things you find are a battery powered lantern and an elven sword. (laughs) So you're like, the fuck is going on? And the game's pretty cheeky. Like there's one point in the game where like, I was in a room that had like a giant mirror in it and I like typed in like look at mirror and it was like you are looking at an ugly ugly person. Damn. So yeah, the game talks shit to you <laughs> a lot. But yeah, so it's like a weird mixture of like high fantasy and like sci-fi vibes at times. Okay. I fuck with that. But essentially you're discovering this like old underground society that has long gone and it's called Zork is the name of this like civilization that's been lost and exists underground it's very much an an 80s word yeah to use zork. for something yeah. like that oh yeah the zork after you it was funny like i was like preparing for this and talking about these old games and emily was like do you remember a game called the seventh guest <laughs> yes do the you V game yeah yeah and I was like, no. And she's like, I played the fuck out of this game. And so it's on Steam remastered for like $10. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I don't know if I want to spend money on it's this crazy. game. Yeah. Uh, I watched videos of it though. And it's wild. Like, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot there was a time where there was like live action video like overlaid on 3D rendered environments. And uh, like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that FMV shit, that's kind of ties into what the only thing I did this week Go ahead. Yeah. Or, or you, I didn't want to. No, that's, I mean, it was just funny. We were kind of like talking about these old games we used to play on PC. And one that she was super into was called like uh, US, USA Road Trip or something, mm-hmm. where you were essentially just like going on a road trip and like 
you could like get off exits and like go to a restaurant you get to look through the menu and you have a certain amount of money whoa and yeah it's just like just being a an adult like (laughs) like, (laughs) there's nothing spectacular about the game i can't wait till i go on a road trip i want to play a uh, Phantasmagoria. Dude, I watched a video about it. That game is insane. Yeah. I I'll bu- send you a link to this video I watched because, I mean, it's a bad game. No, yeah, for sure. Like, it's a really bad game. There's I this YouTuber I, I really like. She talks about it and like, it's insane. Okay. Yeah. I really want to play it. It's 10 bucks on Steam. I've been waiting to play. <laughs> Dude, I, I also, not. <laughs> I also bought uh, Mad Dog McCree which oh. is like a, a a shooter for the Sega CD. Oh, that's a, also like backgrounds and then like guys walk out like FMV style and you have to shoot yeah. them and then they're like, oh, and they're like fake. There's like a flash on the screen and then they like mo- like slightly like move and then fall over. There's a time when I wanted to do like a bunch of videos on FMV games, which I might have to bring back. Mm-hmm. I mean, we still have to do a, a Night Trap something or other because yeah. there's the remaster. I forgot. I did. I did. Tr- I tried to play Night Trap and I streamed it. I think me and Marina and we were just like, "What the fuck is this game? It's like <laughs> impossible to play. You have to like be in like five places at once." And we were just like, did not understand what was going on by like after playing it for like an hour i was like i think i understand what they want me to do but like it seems almost impossible Mm -hmm. like the whole time you're like going around setting up traps and stuff like that but like i was like i want to know what the story of this game is and you have to this is only happening in specific parts of the house that i'm like yeah bouncing around and was it wing commander was that have mark hamill in it maybe i forget that let me look it up i know there's also like a zombie game that's like commander pretty fucking bonkers too i forget what it's called dude we should all play phantasmagoria and talk about it because the video i want like it's <sighs> we'll have to talk about that soon well we it's maybe... also like emily and i were watching this video and we're like who was this game marketed toward yeah because it's insanely gory insanely sexual yeah there's like sexual assault stuff in it like it's like kind of crazy and we're like i feel like most games were marketed towards kids at this point in time yeah like who is this for this is definitely for like the edgy teenager at the time who's like i guess (laughs) but like the gameplay was just like point and click um the actress who played like the protagonist would take like 30 seconds to open a door yeah like (laughs) interesting I'm excited to maybe play it. Mark Hamill's in Wing Commander 3. Gotcha. Three of them. Um, but speaking of other FMV games, I watched Mortal Kombat. Oh, okay. Let's hear about and the new Mortal Kombat. that's not technically FMV, but the animation in Mortal Kombat is FMV. Yes, it is. It's a bad movie. Okay. There it is. But here's the thing. You heard it here first. Remember... Remember the first one? Yes. Y'all remember Mortal Kombat's? Get over here. Yeah. So the first one, they said fuck it to Mortal Kombat lore, mm-hmm. more or less. And are any, either of you familiar with Mortal Kombat lore? Not at all. A little bit. Not much, though. It is incredibly dense. Yeah. Really? Like, you would not believe... 
30 minute long YouTube videos of people like talking very fast, explaining the lore. It's that's wild, wild. So, I mean, the game's been, they've been making like almost yearly Mortal Kombat games for 30 years. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't seem like a game that requires a lot of lore. It's crazy, right? <laughs> for a game that more or less shouldn't have a story, just being a fighting game, mm-hmm. it has a, so convol- such a convoluted story that like, but this movie actually takes a lot of lore in 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 the writing, which I don't know if that helps the movie <laughs> yeah, because it just makes it seem even weirder. Yeah. yeah. Unless you know. Unless you know. And which, if you know, like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> right, right. Like, I don't know. Like, the only Mortal Kombat lore, I've gone down rabbit holes of it just because I, like, once I realized, like, oh, all of these characters have, like, super intricate, like, tied together backstories. Mm-hmm. And I, like, went down a rabbit hole a while ago of just, like, looking up, like, just like histories of all this shit and like the weird like elder god like conflicts that like created mortal con like just weird like bizarre shit like that so i have like a little bit of a knowledge of mortal Kombat lore and this the movie like definitely touches on a lot of like weirder aspects of like sub-zero murdering scorpion's family and him being like brought back to life but his punishment for being brought back to life was was that he wasn't ever allowed to see his family again and shit like that. Huh. So he like is just set on getting revenge on Sub-Zero, which also in the lore Sub-Zero is a good guy for like half of it. Yeah. Which he like flips. That's, we'll wait till Mortal Kombat 2. Mortal Kombat 2. But the movie is, uh, I mean, other than it just being so bizarre, it's just kind of like a dumb movie. Yeah. It's fun to watch, but like, it's a, it's a really poorly put together movie. Hmm. Like the storyline doesn't really go anywhere and the the like set design seems like they like it seems like they're gearing up the whole movie for like the Mortal Kombat like the fight mm-hmm. like tournament that they have to do and then it ends up like something else happens. Okay. So it's like the movie's kind of like building to something, but then something else happens and it like kind of detours it. And then the movie just kind of ends after that. And I was like, well, that was weird. They're trying to get a second movie. I guess so. There's a, there's a lot of nods in it to the games though, which was fun if that's a thing that you get yeah. excited about. Was it good as like a turn your brain off movie? Was Because I've heard the choreography was also just meh. The, the, yeah, it was a lot of CGI. Yeah. So the choreography wasn't even like hmm. interesting to watch that because it was just like it's either CGI like inhuman like f- whatever punch combination yeah. like things or just like very generic looking martial arts. I'm interested to see what uh, the audience has to say because I'm sure we're going to get some e- emails or voicemails from people. I'm interested to, to for someone who's like a fan of Mortal Kombat what their take on it was. Yeah. Cuz I'm sure that would that would read way differently than just anyone else seeing it just as a movie. Yeah. Cuz I remember like I loved the first two Mortal Kombat games and when the first movie came out I was like that was weird. Like that didn't really have anything to do with the games. Like, yeah. Why did they do that? And then <laughs> now 
they're like actually doing shit from the games and it's like this is even weirder that they're doing shit from the games because <laughs> yeah. that doesn't make any sense i want to watch the street fighter movie i've never one. seen it it's fucking bonkers i've heard it's wild yeah never seen it we should we should do that sometime yeah i'm down very down i've never seen it shall we take a break yes and we'll be back with news in just a moment here we go with some fun old news. I'm going to go through this pretty quickly. Uh, There's a Switch update. Not much uh, more th- than that. They just basically said, hey, uh, stability issues. Uh, and then someone actually went through and said, they've actually added some sort of like Bluetooth support on the back end. Oh, Finally. Please, like, please. It's, like it's 2010 or whatever. Um, God, I would love to be able to use my AirPods with the Switch. They uploaded, or they they changed the swear word list, which is uh, this thing that the Switch has that online or offline, if you have the right co- uh, OS, it will uh, update. It will like not let you say some curse words or something like that. Do they like allow some, or do they just add more? I think they just added. They just they just came up with some other ones. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think the internet came up with some more, and then they were like, "We gotta update this list." Hmm. So. Uh, a little bit of news there. Apparently, someone also went through, and I'll have an article on it, uh, where they went through the code and modded it because apparently right now you can't use that Bluetooth support, but someone has gone through and modded it. So if you do have a homebrew switch, you can actually use Bluetooth headphones, finally. I would love it. Yes, would be nice. Um, have they fixed the drifting issue yet? <laughs> not at all. They refuse to even talk about it. They act like it doesn't exist. I mean, that's that's a at like a, a design level flaw yeah. in the controller. Like how it's how that joystick is is uh, designed is why they have drift. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, they'll fix that eventually. I'm, I mailed mine to Mario at one point, <laughs> and he sent it back, and it within a. a two weeks was drifting again hell yeah sick shout out to mario i've heard the new pro controller the monster hunter pro controller is pretty good yeah but i'm not gonna open mine um <laughs> i'm not gonna open mine to see because they're already sold out and going for like 200 dollars on ebay so uh, also i'm a freak uh jeff kaplan uh who has been working for for blizzard for 19 years i think he's one of the original menu um the minions. original minions <laughs> original like owners or, or started the person who started the company uh is leaving blizzard um he was also i think like the head of overwatch so a bunch of people are like what does this mean for overwatch 2 etc um this is just like one of the dudes that i actually recognize and like know his name because when he was when there were ever like a blizzard events or something like that he he seemed to be like more on like the social media aspect of it too and like seemed like a more genuine person and also he's like one of the old guard of blizzard who like cares about the games before activision bought them and things are getting kind of weird um so there's i don't know how many people of the og like blizzard crew is left um yeah, it says Overwatch director, Blizzard Entertainment vice president, and one of the studio's most recognizable faces has left. So, damn. I wonder what that means for Overwatch 2. Uh, more like Underwatch. More like. More like Under Here. More like. Uh, <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. 
There's another article here about Sony is making an AI that will play games for you. Finally. Thank God. I just briefly skimmed this, but it seems like they're putting this in place so that if you're having trouble with a game, you can just kick on an AI that'll help you through parts and stuff like that. Weird. Very weird. So I guess, I don't I don't know how far this goes, but I guess they're it's been just like an article talking about how they're patenting something about AI that plays games. So that's got to be just like a pipe dream thing because there's no way you yeah. could implement that because every game would have to have its own. Yeah, probably. Unless like I mean, unless you had an AI that just. I mean, every game has different has different like objectives. I don't think an AI would be able to like run through that algorithm in any kind of efficient way. Al Gore's rhythm. Well, now when I'm like, shit, I gotta play something so I have something to talk about on the podcast, <laughs> I'll just get the AI to do it. Instead of doing it, it was like, you could get the AI to do it and also get like achievements and trophies instead of watching a Let's Play, I guess. I don't know. Interesting though. It is weird. They're even going for something like that. Uh, there's also an article here from Eurogamer talking about how there is a KOTOR remake in the works from Aspire Games. I thought that had been... Has that not been announced before? Um, it's saying... Uh, or rumors it, or it's something? It's probably been rumors. It might have been announced, but now they're saying that it's being defe- uh, developed by Aspire. Okay. Which, well, good. What did they do? What have they ever done? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Let's see what they've done. These stinky boys. Um... Oh shit! I think they're like the OG. No, they can't be. They started Stormfront. <laughs> I'm seeing like Star Wars Pod Racer, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, Star okay. Wars. Yeah, so the Civilization. I don't know if this is right. Full list of games. Let's go here. Oh, Borderlands, Civilization, Five, Handsome Jack Collection. Did they do that one. No, just Borderlands Two. Star Wars, the only one I've Racer, played. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they've done some cool stuff. Jedi Knight Two, Jedi Outcast. Oh, dude, Jedi. Remember them? The Jedi. Yeah, remember Order. The, remember the Jedi. The Jedi Order. I've got a bunch of shirts printed, so I'm gonna be selling them soon. Say, remember the Jedi. Keep calm and Jedi. Yeah. Um, do you guys know about PS Plus Movie Pass? Negative. That Does this have sense. anything to do with Movie Pass the app? No, unfortunately not. Uh, this <laughs> is cool. something that they're offering at the moment, and they're rolling it out slowly. I believe right now it's only in Poland, <laughs> of all places. <laughs> they said they said in this article that they like assessed the like where they should like test market this stuff, and Poland apparently made sense. Does that mean Poland is like like fast food companies will do their test markets in the Midwest? Because it's all like the fattest, grossest people will just eat whatever there. So they do their test markets in like Ohio. P- Poland loves <laughs> Poland. Sony movies. <laughs> I don't know. They can't believe Spider-Man over there. Um, apparently there's just like, like along with like your PS Plus, I don't know if this is going to be, a, I don't think it's going to be an added like price or anything like that. It's just going to be added on to like if you have a PS Plus account. Which I do. Um, like it has a, a screenshot here of like Venom. <laughs> Zombieland Double Tap and Dude. Vin Diesel's Bloodshot. So, yes, I guess there you this go, Bob. Be, all my favorite movies. I this, am Polish too, so let's, this works. <laughs> this are this tracks. So I guess you would just download those, and then you have them. I assume, like like the movie or the Game Pass games. Okay. Hmm. Well, I guess we'll see if it 
works. Um, I like can watch Zombie Land. Yeah, I want to see the new Venom. I heard that's dumb, and I really want to. There's watch a it. new one. No, well, the, the newer the, the Venom movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Okay, you yeah, we can talk about it. Um, there is a, another. Um, so Pokemon Snap. Actually, let's talk Ooh. about this. I thought you would be into this. Um, you know, it's called me Coleman. I was gonna. I know. I was looking at Bob, and I was that's gonna say right. Coleman. But Bob, so you're gonna get it wrong too. <laughs> no, I was gonna call you C- Coleman. Yeah, um, Bob, I've said my piece on this. Yes, uh, apparently though, you might be interested in this, Bob. Not at all, but still, maybe hey, Coleman. They're gonna make it up for uh, a friend of the show. Coleman might be interested <laughs> in this. Uh, Fuji Film is releasing a Nintendo theme, uh, Nintendo themed Insta Insta Stacks or whatever it's called, Instax oh, printer. Okay. Yeah. The, like Polaroid, yeah. Oh, that prints out the photos like the like yeah. that you could take it to Blockbuster and print them out exactly. But yeah. instead of this, you're gonna get a little like I think it's like a hundred bucks. Not worth it. Um, actually, it's a hundred. But if you get the, with the Pikachu case bundle, it's a hundred and twenty. Oh, fuck. And God. basically, they added a new like app onto the Switch where you can link the Polaroid thing to your Switch. So not only can you print out Pokemon like pictures from when you're playing Pokemon Snap, but you can print out like Animal Crossing pictures that you have and stuff like that. Pretty cool that- <laughs> Still haven't implemented a way where you can just directly upload them to the internet, but they will sell you hey, a printer. This is amazing. This is the first time we've ever seen physical pictures. So this is a, this is brand new. You know, there's probably going to be people playing this who literally have not seen physical photos. Exactly. Dude. Not even the old gods remember them. Fuck. So I'm excited for this. I'm probably not going to buy it. What a novelty it, that will be to some like oh, 19 year old kid who's never seen a printed out like yeah, home but, photograph. But before. those kids are also like into like vintage stuff. So they like pull. But vintage like, stuff cool. is like like 9 11 memorial t shirts and shit. <laughs> <laughs> on Depop for $200. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what the appeal of pokemon snap was because i remember fucking <laughs> loving it and i think back on it and i'm like that was just like a mini game that cost 50 bucks it you, was, like it, you know why you liked it because you liked pokemon it wasn't a good game it was just triggering the part of your brain that was like i see pokemon, pokemon. i like pokemon <laughs> i mean i liked pokemon but hey you pikachu fucking sucked yeah Maybe, yeah I, I think it was more so like going through the game and at the time like we talked about before like not knowing how to like oh if you throw the apple at charmander or charmeleon he falls into the, the mm. volcano and becomes charizard so i think that was like like learning all even how he freaking evolves like sea king or <sighs> yeah and she like like oh if you knock slow bro i don't recognize sea king <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow taking a hard stance I'm, yeah from hip fucking up my record in the in the bonus episode where we yeah. named pokemon I don't recognize him. He's not a Pokemon to me. <laughs> Damn. He's a Digimon as Sorry, far as I'm concerned. Sea King stands out there. Um, Two quick ones. Uh, Respawn, uh, the makers of um, Titanfall, Titanfall 2, and uh, this other little game called Apex Legends, apparently have a new, brand new IP in the works and they have people that they're uh, asking for... Uh, New co-workers to join. I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm tired. I had a, I had an IP in the works earlier. Oh yeah, flushed it. 
I'm so mad that I just laughed at that. God damn it. Uh, I wasn't paying attention. I heard it kind of, and then I laughed. Haha, Bob said Pete. I can't believe I gave that to you. The last thing I will say here is that Ratchet and Clank, A Riff Apart, is going to have a state of play along with two pairs of upcoming indie titles. That is so Ratchet. That is, yeah, they're uh, they're introducing the new Lombax girl Ratchet, and her name is Rivet. And I think she is going to be fun to play with. These feminists are (laughs) ruining. Ruining. That is so Ratchet. I'm interested to see this game because I'm a huge fan of Ratchet and Clank. So. I can't wait to see all the new guns and stuff like that, and the p- power of the PS5 from going to from different rifts in the world, et cetera, et cetera. But we do have some voicemails. Let's head over to the Flock Podcast voicemail box. That's right. If you want to send us a voicemail anytime, day or night, you can call us at 804-286-0626, or as we like to say around here, 804 Man. And if you leave voicemail, it might sound something like this. All right. So uh, if Coleman is there or Connor is there, the answer can change between the two of them. Um, But uh, Mary, fuck, kill, uh, recurring hosts, Connor slash Coleman, Nick, or uh, Mac, and I, I know that y'all are gonna get horny when I say Mac. Horny for killing Mac, but um, yeah, just just between them. And I'm gonna leave Marina out of this because um, <laughs> Marina could marry, fuck, or kill any of you. So so take that shit. I'm Thanks. Con- <laughs> I'm confused okay. about. Yeah, how does Connor answer this? Do I answer myself or Coleman? I guess Coleman. Yeah, I guess you could do Coleman, and then we'll do you. We'll do you. We'll do you. That would be my list. I would... uh, I think I would... (laughs) (laughs) Really putting some hard thought into this. I would fuck Mac. First mistake. He's small. Um, I think I would have to kill Connor. Oh, damn. It's been a fantasy of mine for a while. <laughs> hey, Dewey, could I get a ride home? <laughs> yeah, I got you. And I would have to fuck. You already said fuck. <laughs> I would have to fuck Nick. <laughs> All right, you got to fuck, fuck, and kill. <laughs> so what I'm understanding about your rule breaking here is that uh, you can fuck as many of the people as you want and you still chose to kill me. <laughs> I my decision stands. <laughs> okay. okay. Good to know. Are these adult chew toys poisoned? I guess you have to find out. <laughs> I can't wait to gnaw on one of these uh, tomorrow. So what... Uh, I'll say... You don't have to stoop to their level. We can skip this one. <laughs> I like this one. I already got. I got mine immediately. It's weird because I'm involved in the fuck Mary kill, and yeah. I'm here, and I'm. I don't know. Like it. That's what makes it so spicy. Uh, I would marry Coleman. I guess I'll. F- 
I don't know Nick. I met Nick once. So yeah. kill Nick. I'm sorry. Yeah. No hard feelings. Yeah. Hate to see it. Rest uh, in peace. I guess I'll I'll bang out Mac. All it's right. Two fucks for Mac. Max. Uh, he's a little suck pig tonight. I suck pig. I would have to kill Mac because I hate him, but I also would be deeply sad because he's the one person who plays melee with me, IRL. So I'd be very sad. But hey, I gotta do what I gotta do. I would fuck Connor, oh, because you're a very handsome man. Ooh, and I would have to marry Nick because uh, Nick makes really good food, and it would be a good partner. I think Nick already lives here too. So yeah, that would you be live with Nick. Yeah, it's. If you know you can live with someone, that's half the fight right exactly. there. Exactly. There you go. I think I could do that. <sighs> there you go. That was But for rough. sure, for sure would have to kill Mac. 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He'd be biting the pillow all night. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that bussy hitting. <laughs> One last email. Or Sometimes v- I say things that even I surprise myself <laughs> when they come out of my mouth. You, hey, you say to- it, and then you look at me as though I said it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, that came out of you. Welcome to my life. Here we go. Okay, let's let's cut the shit. No funny voices over voicemail. Let's get some facts. Um, so Coleman was the movie guy. Uh, Dewey is the anime guy, I guess, and Bob is the I don't know Minecraft guy or something. Hey, wait a second, but. Connor, what do you have to offer? I, I need to know what you have to offer to us. Wow. Yeah, Connor, what's your deal? I feel, Why am I a Minecraft guy, like, first of all? I feel like Bob would be the the bad stuff guy. <laughs> <laughs> me being the Minecraft guy makes me feel like I'm wearing like Under Armour shorts <laughs> like a graphic tee. Bob is the B-rate guy. And like Crocs with little, with little giblets on it. <laughs> I really ah. when you walked in with a Deadpool snapback today <laughs> I thought it was a little weird but I was like you know what that actually does make sense <sighs> oh fuck Connor what I'm, do the, I'm the bits guy I don't know the bits guy um, I feel like you could be the the intellectual oh don't say that <laughs> <laughs> you, well you play the text adventure games you play you the you can like, read yeah you play the only one you can read <laughs> <laughs> by default you're the intellectual because you can do the bare minimum of read english <laughs> and please for the love of god i would love to be anything other than the minecraft guy. <laughs> i'm not sitting in the in the child seat way too big <laughs> uh, i just want to see you in line at the uh conference <laughs> just having a panic attack at the devs on mic so why did why did you make the cows make that noise (laughs) do you guys have any plans on just tugging at your own shirt (laughs) do you guys have any plans implementing uh, uh, more of the the red box into the um, into the overworld for when like Guy, for when you're actually um, when you're starting a new what if um <laughs> backs away so, from the mic before so what if so there's redstone but what if there was bluestone so I was thinking that maybe you could uh, <sighs> 
that's going to be it for this podcast. If you liked it, which I know you did, you can subscribe to the Patreon for more wonderful content like this. Leave a five-star review and we'll read it on the episode. You know the voicemail number. That's going to be it. Click to see all the social bullshit in the description of the show. I'm Dewey. Um, Minecraft Bob. guy. Minecraft <clears throat> guy. Uh, Bob. Thanks for flying with us. <laughs>